1: The Joe Paggs Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Paggs. Yes, indeed. Glad to have you here. Lots going on. Bottom of the hour, it's going to be Dr. Jesse Lopez. Going to return to talk about COVID-19, what we know. We're going to go through ivermectin again, which, of course, has helped me make COVID my B this week, to be honest with you. Um, and, and, you know, what these studies do and don't say, cause it's almost a daily thing now on some social media site, there'll be some trend, I've and you click on it and some study says it doesn't work. And then you, there's no, there's no detail whatsoever for the study. And then when you do find, finally find it, it turns out it does work and it does benefit, but they somehow are skewing it to make it look like it didn't. So we'll talk to them about that. We'll talk to them about whether kids should be getting the jab. You got Fauci out here pushing for children to get the shot. Now, you just picture this. Anthony Fauci, who just has been wrong this entire time, just all along the, the road here, he's been wrong. He says that children should be getting it. Now, here's a guy who is has been fully boosted or fully vaccinated, double boosted, walked around with double masks on all the time, who now has COVID-19, so he had to testify via the internet, is saying that kids who are not at much risk at all, if any, of dying, unless they've got a comorbidity from COVID-19, they should be getting the shot that didn't work for him. This is what we're supposed to buy. So we'll talk about that. We've got that. We've got, again, studies that Prove right from wrong. Prove whether these kids should be getting it. With Dr. Jesse Lopez at the bottom, it happens to be a Friday, a Free Speech Friday.
2: Free speech
1: Friday. Freedom, ah, freedom. Uh huh. Say, bring it now. Take it up a notch. Carrie Lockie in the house. Carrie, how you doing? Polo in the hizzy, Sam making it happen. I am uh, your talk show host, COVID boy, this
2: week.
1: And to be honest, I'm I'm not not feeling much of it at all. Maybe a little bit, again, my my body temperature is a little bit different than it normally would be. But other than that, my voice is a little bit weaker than it normally would be, but I'm fine. Otherwise, I feel just perfectly fine. Early in the week, I didn't. I felt like crap over the weekend. I felt like crap Monday, took Tuesday off. And then we're just, we're, we're fighting it every day. So we'll have Dr. Jesse Lopez on at the bottom of the hour to talk about, about ivermectin, which I've been on for a week now, and some other stuff as well. And, and I'm not afraid to say that. It's funny, Joe Rogan said that he took ivermectin and the entirety of the world exploded. Now, I'm not suggesting my show has hurt as much as his is. The guy makes $100 million a year and he's built himself into one hell of a brand. And God, God bless him, congratulations to him. But but the fact that he even had to talk about it and, and respond to the criticism, who are any of these idiots? Even Dr. Gupta over on freaking CNN. Um, Sanjay Gupta calling it some sort of a horse dewormer how is it his business if Joe Rogan's physician prescribed him ivermectin how is it anybody's business if look there are things that our doctors prescribe us all the time that we never talk about publicly but this is a public pandemic. This is an issue that so many people are facing. And they wanted information. And Joe Rogan made a quick, uh, a quick speedy recovery. People wanted to know why. So he admitted what he, what he took. And it was prescribed. It was a human dose, obviously. And, um, and he was mocked roundly. And people wanted him off of Spotify because of it. It was so ridiculous. They dug up a bunch of times he said the N-word. And they didn't use any context at all. And, and I mean, they did everything they could to cancel this guy. But I'm not afraid of that. I wrote, I think, on my Twitter or something, 10 years ago, you can't cancel me. Because you can't. I honestly don't care what you think about what my doctor prescribed. And I'm only talking about it because I hope that it'll help other people to catch it early and get a doctor that's going to prescribe you something that'll be a therapy that will help you kick the living crap out of this thing before it does something bad to you. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But I, I have, I'm have i telling you, man, I'm at the point in my life where I, the filters are gone. only filters I really have are the FCC filters where I can't curse. Carrie, if I could curse on the radio this show, would, the ratings would be twice as high. Oh, boy. Me too. I am really good at cursing. Mm-hmm. And, and you, by the way, are just filthy with the mouth. So uh, it, uh, ratings would be seriously. <laughs> you know what Isn't I mean? Skyrocket, yeah. They would be nonstop. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you. So it's the only filter I worry about. Um, but, but yeah, we'll have Dr. Jesse Lopez on at the bottom of the hour, and, and I'm unafraid to tell you why I've done so well against COVID. All right, I want to talk about uh, what's happening left versus right when it comes to abortion. And I don't, I'm not going to do the abortion topic. I think that's lazy for a talk show. is abortion. You think so or not? Um, I think that's lazy. But Roe v. Wade is a major decision that will be out very soon. I think it's going to be done away with, and that's going to cause the left to freak out even more. So those on the left who say they're for health care – they're for women's health care. They're for women's rights to do with their body what they want. They think it's intelligent to attack these pro-life centers, these like where where people would go who disagree with abortion. Um, and I think 13 of them have been attacked now. But this story that you sent me, I thought, was very, very interesting. There, there's a push by the left to get rid of, of Google searches that would tell you where a pro-life center is? Is that what I'm hearing? Uh,
0: Yes, this is from The Blaze. Democratic lawmakers are demanding Google remove pro-life pregnancy centers from search results when a pregnant woman searches online for an abortion clinic. Thirteen senators and three members of the U.S. House, all Democrats sent a letter to Google's parent company Alphabet Inc. Friday, urging the company to remove, quote, fake clinics and crisis pregnancy centers from search results when people do a Google search for abortion clinic or abortion pill. Virginia Senator Mark Warner and Michigan Representative Alyssa Slotkin were the top signatories on the letter, which was first reported by Reuters. Google should not be displaying anti-abortion fake clinics or crisis pregnancy centers and search results for users that are searching for an abortion clinic or abortion pill, The lawmakers wrote. If Google must continue showing these misleading results in search results in Google Maps, The results should, at the very least, be appropriately labeled, they said. According to Reuters, the letter cited a recent study by the Center for Countering Digital Hate, a left-wing nonprofit. The study found that one in ten Google search results for abortion services in so-called trigger law states led users to pro-life pregnancy centers, which the left-wing group dubbed fake clinics. Crisis pregnancy centers offer reproductive health services for women that can include free pregnancy tests, Ultrasounds, STD testing and treatment, and counseling or therapy for mothers who need emotional support after giving birth or women who have had an abortion. Many of these organizations are operated by faith based groups that do not provide abortion
1: services. Okay. So the loving left is angry that if you search for an abortion clinic or abortion services, if you just search the word abortion, that something that's pro-life would come up, they find that hateful. There's some left-wing organization fighting hateful something online that finds it hateful to offer suggestions to women who are facing this decision. Did I hear you right? Yes. It's hateful. I don't understand why they throw the word hate around as much as they do. I I really don't because what we have is an entire side of the aisle that created political hate that created hate between the races, that created hate between the genders. Um, The left is, that's who they are. They're they're a divisive, separatist, hate-filled group of people. And their problem is that if you search for abortion or abortion pill, that somebody is smart enough to work the SEO, which is search engine optimization, to have their website come up. And they're saying these are fake clinics, even though Planned Parenthood isn't a clinic at all, it's just an abortion mill. Planned Parenthood is not. It's not. You can't go in there and say, "Hey, listen, we're going to get married, planning on having three three point two kids and a dog. Can you help us plan that?" They would show you the door. If you, I'm I'm a woman, and, I, and by the way, I sound like a woman, don't I? Um, I'm a woman. I'm here to um, to find out if I have. Anything going on with my breast? Can I can I do a a mammogram here? Nope, we don't do mammograms here. So what what is planned parenthood other than planning to not be a, a parent? Planning to to off the unborn child. So that's okay. That's not hateful. It's hateful if you have an organization that says we'll give you some counseling, we'll give you some help with this this, you know, lifelong decision. We're going to sit down with you. They want that removed from the Google search. Now already, Google is biased as hell. We know that. Already, social media is biased as hell. But in two days' time now, just yesterday, you had Kamala Harris, the Border Czar, who's not been to the border yet. Yet Kamala Harris was announced as some sort of an online hate detector person or something. And then you have the Surgeon General walk up and say, We have to have these companies do something to stop the hateful rhetoric that is damaging Americans and people. And of course, the hateful rhetoric on these websites is almost always left-wing hate versus those on the right. Now, you've got people who want to get rid of the ability of an organization to help a woman make a decision by offering her an alternative to, to abortion. It, it drives me nuts. Now I mentioned SEO a minute ago. Search engine optimization is where if I want you to find my stuff and I'm selling widgets and somebody who who buys nuts and bolts, might buy widgets, I'm going to be smart by trying to tie my widget sales to those searching for nuts and bolts. It's not a bad thing. It doesn't make me hateful or mean. It means that I'm trying to make sure that my organization, my business, my idea gets some play when you search something. Search engine optimization is a real thing that you use online through metadata and everything else to try to make sure that your your um, organization, your business, your product, your service shows up at a higher level and sooner in a search. So, uh, we know that I do broadcasting, and I do, you know, I I do some music. I do, fill in the blank. What it is that I do? I want to make sure that when somebody searches broadcasting, Joe Pax comes up. Searches radio, I come up. Talk radio, I come up. Saxophone, maybe I'll come up. Uh, sports cars, maybe I'll come up. Um, you want to optimize the search to give you as a result as often as possible. They're doing nothing illegal. I think it would be illegal to, to put political pressure like they're doing on Google or another search engine to not show this as a result. How many times do I search for something and something completely not not connected is up towards the top? A billion times. It happens all the time. doesn't matter the search engine you use. But for some reason, they're going to target this one that would literally save unborn lives. That, that's To me, that's crazy. Your thoughts about this? 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. I want your thoughts on it because, to me, this is, again, government overreach. But since Biden's been in office, that's pretty much all this government has done. Seriously. Let me tell you about Stamps.com. In the meantime, if you're running a small business, every single second counts. You can't afford to waste a single moment. Time is money. Stamps.com makes mailing and shipping quick easy and cost effective for more than 20 years stamps.com has been an indispensable partner for over a million businesses stamps.com gives you access to all the post office and UPS shipping services right from your computer and get discounts you can't find anywhere else like up to 30% off of USPS rates 86% off of UPS all you need is your regular computer and printer no special supplies or equipment you're up and running in minutes printing official postage Any letter, any package, anywhere you want to send it. Plus, Stamps.com seamlessly works with Shopify, Amazon, Etsy, eBay, and more. So whether you're in office sending out invoices, an Etsy shop uh, selling your products, sending them out, or warehouse shipping out orders, Stamps.com is your mail and shipping solution. Go right now, Stamps.com, click on the microphone, put in keyword PAGS, get a special offer including a four-week trial, Free postage in a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Go to Stamps.com. Click on the microphone. Top of the page. Enter code PAGS right now. We're coming right back. Stay here.
0: Joe Pag.
1: I appreciate you being here. It'll be Dr. Jesse Lopez, bottom of the hour. Make sure you stick around for that. Again, our sponsor this hour is going to be Stamps.com. Stamps.com is awesome. Really, you've got to check out Stamps.com because if you've got a small business like I do, it's not easy to go wait in line at the post office or go to UPS and all that all the time. And it's not easy when you're paying full price. You could save a lot of money. I'm talking about up to 30% off of USPS rates, 86% off of UPS. All you need is a regular computer or printer, no special supplies or equipment. You're up and running in just minutes, printing official postage yet for any letter, any package, anywhere you want to send it. They seamlessly work with Shopify, Amazon, Etsy, eBay, and many others. And when you're in an office sending out invoices or even as big as a warehouse looking for a shipping solution, why wouldn't you get one that's going to save you time and save you a whole lot of money? Again, go to the website Stamps.com, Stamps.com to mail and ship. You can sign up with promo code PAGS for a special offer including a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Go to Stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, and then enter my code PAGS, P-A-G-S, Stamps.com. Make that happen right now. 888 pags 888 Ryan is in Kansas City. Ryan, what's going on? Hi.
2: Hey, Joe. Uh, Long-time listener. Uh, I appreciate you getting me on. Um, you bet. I don't really agree with your premise that uh, it is just a search engine optimization issue. Um, Why not? If a woman went into a clinic, uh, a pro-life clinic, and she was looking for an abortion, they would do everything in their power to dissuade her from... Uh, proceeding with what she wants of course they would not uh let her go they
1: uh oh, they, the they, they couldn't stop her ability. from no that is stop. they couldn't stop her from going but i, I hear what you're, you're right. saying you're I, right. I agree with you they would do all they could Good. to convince her not to kill the unborn child yes
2: yes and uh it seems dishonest to get there under get her to come in under false pretenses only well, to deny it. It's like if no, who, you no, no, who, who a said no, 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 no.
1: No, no. I think the, I think you got the what? story wrong. This is about a search engine. This isn't about somebody walking in somewhere.
2: Sure. Um, so why, why
1: are you saying that it's that's her walking in? It's not the search. Uh, the search engine optimization of these pro-life um, organizations. They what they did was they tied themselves to the word abortion because they want to be able to reach as many people and offer them an alternative as they can. There's nothing wrong with that. Sure. People do that all the time. I, I gave you my, my example about widgets and nuts and bolts. It, those that buy nuts and bolts buy widgets. I want to tie my widgets to nuts and bolts to try to show up in, when, when they do this search. But this isn't stopping her from getting an abortion if she wants. It actually comes up and says it's a pro-life clinic. I mean, the person knows that when they look at it.
2: When she goes in, she's going to have the expectation she's going into a clinic, and they will encourage her to come into the pro-life clinic at which point they can provide her with all the literature that they have
1: ryan there Um, there is there is no hearing issue right you can hear me yes
2: i can definitely hear you.
1: so let me say it again this is about searching for abortion on google google gives the results you get an abortion here get one there pro-life clinic here pro-life clinic there the uh, you're suggesting the pro-life clinics are saying we'll give you an abortion they're not saying that.
2: They're misrepresenting themselves as an abortion clinic. How's that? Uh, by trying to get themselves to come up when someone is searching for an abortion. Says who? You can hear me, right?
1: Are you, are you, are you going to be a smartass now, Ryan? Is, are you going to be uh-huh. a smartass now? Get off my phone. Seriously. I mean, at, at some point, well, let's let's use our brains. What they're doing is they are very wisely utilizing search engine optimization to have these pro-life clinics show up when somebody searches for an abortion because those of us who are pro-life don't want the child to be killed. So they're hoping that the woman will click on it, learn more about the clinic, maybe call there. Now, if they're using false pretenses and saying, we, we offer abortion services, now I'm with you, Ryan, but you are not making that point. You are making a point that you couldn't make. It's like you were pulling it out of your ass. Which I think you might have been because you took you paused a couple. You know, you know what I mean, Carrie. He paused a couple of times, maybe pulling it out of his ass. Mm,
0: uh, I'm going to stay out of
1: that one. The chance, right? There's a chance. Mm -hmm. So, so, uh, so so he was trying to trying to allege that they were putting up fake clinics, pretending they offered abortions, and then luring people in. Mm -hmm. And as against abortion as I am. If they were doing that, I would be against that too. Not that, not them showing up in the search engine, but that they were, they were misrepresenting who they were. They were lying about what the organization was. And maybe at that point, you can report it to Google. But if they come up and say, Wellness Center and Pro-Life Center. And you go to the website. We give you alternatives to abortion. There are other means and other ways. We'd love to talk to you and counsel you. There's nothing wrong with them showing up in the search. Ryan, I think that you made a leap that I didn't hear in the story. Maybe I missed it but you're making a leap that they somehow forced her to come down and then they were going to berate her until she didn't get the abortion. That's not the story I heard. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Dr. Jesse, when we come back.
0: You're listening to Joe Pags.
1: back. He's a surgeon. He is a physician. He's a great guy and very, very knowledgeable on all things COVID and well beyond. It's Dr. Jesse Lopez. Doc, how are you? Good to see you.
3: Hey, I'm doing fantastic today and I come locked and loaded with a lot of information for you. Well, I'm
1: going to need the information because uh, first of all, go to his website, inspiration.health, inspiration.health. Yes, he does telemedicine. He's a great doctor and and he's been bringing incredible information for well more than a year now. And uh, here on on my show, he's been doing it for well more than a year, you know, in his practice, certainly. But uh, you know that I know that you know that I have uh, I have COVID nineteen even as we speak. I got it. I went to New York. I was at some conference. Some doofus had it. Shook hands with him or her and picked my nose or something. And there you go. I've got COVID nineteen, and I didn't know that I had it. it. Just felt a little bit weak after after traveling, and I didn't realize that I, you'd hear you feel muscle pain and some joint pain and and uh, aches and pains here and there. But one night um, I, I went to bed shivering, and I'm I'm generally speaking hot. Temperature-wise, I've got my AC on sixty-four. I've got the the fan blowing on me. I thought I was going to die. It was so cold. And you and I have talked about this at length. Um, I I was prescribed ivermectin very quickly, uh, some other stuff very quickly, a lot of vitamins that that I've been on, and I've been on these vitamins at your at your advice for a more than a year now d3 every day zinc every day b12 every day vitamin c every day i mean i so my body already was was sort of ready let's go what what, you know what's going to happen and i'll tell you this uh, and and, and i'll say this in a very non-medical way and i want you to correct me if i get it wrong i truly believe now because i have kicked covid's ass this week i still have it right now but i'm feeling great i kicked covid's ass this week i think because of the early injection and not injection, but the early uh, adoption adaptation of ivermectin and a lot of it. So I can say in my case, without a shadow of a doubt, ivermectin works. And what bothers me, Jesse, is that a million Americans have died. And I think many of them may have benefited had they had the early, you know, application of ivermectin. Am I, am I missing something here?
3: You're not missing anything at all, Joe. You're absolutely correct. Myself and many other physicians, I've been advocating early treatment, early treatment, early treatment till we're blue in the face. We've had colleagues who've come against us when we've suggested early treatment. Wonderful physicians like Dr. Peter McAuliffe, Dr. John Littell, who've treated thousands, are basically facing board sanctions from their particular certifying boards for also doing the same thing. And it's horrible because there is data out there. There's over 78, 80 plus studies that show that there is significant improvement. And one of the places that I love to turn to is c19early.com, and it's a wonderful source for wonderful literature. Joe, there are 87 studies from over 910 scientists that looked at 132,000 patients in 27 countries on ivermectin. Now, this were this were studies that were, were good studies on ivermectin, the bad studies on ivermectin. It just took them all and looked at all of the data on all of them. It wasn't biased. It yeah. looked at all of them. It found a 51% lower mortality rate in 46 studies. Can you imagine if we had a 51% lower mortality rate due to early treatment here in the United States? That well, would be- we, have saved, we, would have saved,
1: yeah, we would have saved half the lives that died. And, and, and here's the problem. I don't still to this day understand why every day I can go on Twitter and some idiot puts up a picture of a horse and says that ivermectin is a horse dewormer. I'm not a horse. I was prescribed the human amount of ivermectin, and it worked for me. And I'm 55. I'm not skinny. Uh, I'm not a marathon runner. I'm somebody who's not in a high-risk group. I'm not, uh, you know, I don't have co but I'm not like a 20-year-old person that that can just get rid of uh, COVID quicker than somebody else. And ivermectin, I believe, is what helped me kick this thing right in the ass. So why is it that there's so much resistance? And by the way, the, the same day I started taking ivermectin, there was a study on, um, or, or there were some tweets. And it was a, a trend for a while. Ivermectin was a trend. I clicked on it. and and new study shows ivermectin doesn't work so i clicked on it and it goes to some occupied democrats or some crap and there's one line a study at duke university says ivermectin doesn't work that's it that's the whole study i don't know who they studied i don't know how long they studied them i don't know what what level the uh, of of disease they had i'm not sure it was early if it was late if it was male it was female why did they get jesse why did they get away with that When this is just a scare tactic, when obviously, let me say it again, it works. My anecdotal data shows it works. Your empirical data shows 51% mortality could have been saved. Why are they doing this every day? It comes from the culture that's been established with this whole COVID situation.
3: And that is when you look to the federal government to live your life for you and believe everything that is said, then you'll just get into this mindset that whatever they tell you is right and correct. And That's not just the lay public. That that is my colleagues as well. My colleagues don't bother to read through the entire study and look at the detailed data and statistical analysis. They look at the headlines of the article, and then they go around and say that ivermectin doesn't work. I just reviewed a study that was out of Iran that said ivermectin doesn't work from a double-blinded study. Yet, when you read the discussion portion of the paper, it said it actually reduced hospitalization. I have it right here. <laughs> well,
1: wait, very- wait, 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 wait. How can yeah. they say it doesn't work if it reduces hospitalization? That means it works, doesn't it?
3: it? It absolutely does. It said The title says the non-effectiveness of ivermectin on inpatients and outpatients with COVID-19. And then it goes on to say, um, on the other hand, the length of hospital stay was significantly improved in the ivermectin group. Um, the placebo group had a higher, uh, hospitalization rate. Uh, it just goes on and on to the positive effects of the ivermectin. It's incredible.
1: But the headline is ivermectin doesn't work.
3: But the, I, yes, ivermectin doesn't work.
1: Hey, Jesse, if I, if I brought you a study and I said, actually not even a study, I walked up and said, Hey, Jesse, you're not gonna believe this. Um, ivermectin doesn't work. Duke says so. Would you just take me at my word or might you look into that a little bit?
3: No, I would look, I would look into it most definitely. And I would take into account all the data because yes. That particular study showed that they only used three days worth of ivermectin. The protocol that uh, doctors like Dr. Corey have come up with is five days worth of ivermectin to seven days worth of ivermectin, or as long as the signs and symptoms persist, 0.4 milligrams per kilogram, maybe even up to 0.6 milligrams per kilogram. The ITEC trial, the TOGETHER trial... They did the same thing. Plus, they didn't use the other concomitant medications that we use together with the ivermectin, like high-dose steroid intervention, fluvoxamine doxycycline and azithromycin they all are synergistic along with the appropriate supplements that we recommend and that's how you get good results these studies did not take that into account plus these studies utilized ivermectin on an empty stomach we advocate taking it on a fatty meal so that you get better absorption of the ivermectin into the system so these studies are flawed and they even show secondary benefits even the iTech trial, the TOGETHER trial, showed positive secondary incomes, which meant that they needed to take the study longer with more patients in the study before they con- could-, could conclude that ivermectin doesn't work.
1: It is uh, Dr. Jesse Lopez, inspiration.health, inspiration.health. Go to that website right now. And it sounds like a weird website, but it's not, inspiration.health. Uh, uh, inspiration.health. Go there. Just tell telemedicine. He's got great information. Let me ask you about this whole push to get, to, to get more people vaccinated. Fauci is vaccinated, at least double boosted, and he's worn two masks everywhere he's gone for two years, and he now has COVID-19. So clearly, um, the lie from about a year ago that if you get the vaccine, or it's not even a vaccine, you get the jab of this experimental drug, then you're not going to get infected is untrue. Of course, people are getting infected. This being called a pandemic of the unvaccinated is also not true. We've proven that to not be true. In fact, um, the hospitalizations of those who are vaccinated getting COVID multiple times is on the rise. It just is. Um, Also, we know that once you get this shot, it's never leaving. These spike proteins are in your body. They're everywhere in your body forever. I haven't been vaccinated. I didn't get the shot. I do now have antibodies and I guess for the next couple of years, I'm going to have a pretty strong immune system to, to COVID-19. But what is the push, Jesse? I have to know to get children two to five years old or, or five to 11 years old. What is the push to get them vaccinated? There is no information I've seen anywhere that would suggest that children are at high risk of of dying from COVID-19. Fill me in.
3: They are basically at zero risk. And here's the thing. uh, First of all, Thank you, Dr. Fauci, because what you have shown us is that this vaccine is not a sterilizing vaccine. In other words, you can get this vaccine and you can still get the virus over and over again. Yes. And it will basically suppress your innate immune system to be able to produce the antibodies you need to be able to have long-term immunity. Study after study has shown this. The drive to do this to children, in my opinion, is just ludicrous and in my opinion also criminal because i believe it's just being done for money the cdc's own numbers and i pulled them today and this was as of 6 to 22 the cdc's own number for the risk of death in children in those age groups is point zero zero
1: three percent so so, of- so so it's like 99.97 percent uh they're not going to have any issues
3: Absolutely. And also John Hopkins did a a study on 48,000 children that had COVID. And this was in 2020. And zero deaths occurred among those children that had no comorbid conditions. 48,000 healthy children with COVID, not one death. This study will be on our website for your um, folks to look at. Several of these studies are gonna be released on Monday onto the website that you can go and look at to to show you that I'm not blowing any smoke up your skirt. And the problem is, is that when you look at several studies and one of these was published in Forbes magazine that showed that the effectiveness of the vaccine in adults rapidly dropped against the Omicron variant to only 19% effectiveness at weeks 12 to 14 after receiving the vaccine. In children, another study that was done by Dr. Dora Bawila and his associates out of New York State showed that the vaccine effectiveness dropped down to 12% from 68% over one and a half months in those aged five to 11. So we are setting our children's immune system up for failure and exposing them to the horrendous side effects and morbidities associated with this vaccine for the sake of one thing, Joe, and this answers your question
1: corporate greed. Yeah, it's money. And, and, and Jesse, I'm glad that you brought all that up. The website is inspiration.health, inspiration.health. We also don't have any idea, do we, what the long-term effects might be. You give a five-year-old this experimental shot, and that's all it is. It's not really a vaccine. It is not FDA-approved. The FDA-approved license names aren't even being used uh, at this point. It's still BioNTech. It's still whatever the hell Moderna's shot was. Um, it, it, we have no idea by the time they're 30 what effect it might have because it's going everywhere. In women, it's going to ovaries. It's going to uh, in all people going to their brain matter. It's not just going and attacking in the lungs where COVID-19 does its work. This stuff goes everywhere. The immunity that I'm going to have now going forward for a couple of years will be specific to stopping this from getting me again. Why why are we continuing to force this? Is it really as simple as just saying they just want the money? Because when Fauci was asked by Dr. Rand Paul yesterday or, or today, hey, what studies can you cite that show that children had, had a lesser occurrence of going to the hospital because they were vaccinated. Can, can you show me that stuff? Uh, we, we don't have enough data on that yet. In other words, there is no study that shows that children are, are less likely to go to the hospital with COVID-19 because they were vaccinated. Nothing. There is no information whatsoever suggesting that kids need this, yet we're still pushing it. And what you just said about the about the morbidities coming from side effects of the vaccines, those are real. More and more of those are being dumped on us every day, aren't they? Absolutely. And you know, in the
3: VAERS report of over 49,283 adverse events In children, there have been 114 deaths associated with the vaccine, 457 permanent disabilities, and over 1,300 to 1,500 cases of myocarditis. So there is the adverse effects with no proven benefit. Dr. Fauci, Dr. Lewinsky, uh, FDA, CDC, what are the benefits? What are the benefits that outweigh these horrible risks? And the other thing that we really don't know, and we're going to have data on our website about the concept of immune imprinting. These children are at risk of having their immune system compromised in the future who receive this vaccine. When a child first receives a vaccine or even sometimes a virus and the first time that their immune system sees it, they will develop a response for long term memory. The problem with this vaccine through a problem that's called immune imprinting is that their body may not be able to recognize and adjust and make a whole new immune response to any variants or other pathogens down the road. This has been well established in the scientific literature way before now. And I will have a couple articles on immune imprinting for your folks to read on the website come Monday. And so this aspect or this effect has not even been studied on this particular vaccine in kids. As a matter of fact, they pushed it through in two or three hours of discussion in terms of the vaccine and related biological products advisory committee to the FDA in about a two to three hour discussion recommended that it be approved. And it's only been 18 months worth of evaluation and data. What they should have demanded was a three to five year at most significant double-blinded, randomized controlled trial on unvaccinated and vaccinated individuals to look at these adverse effects. Because what's going to happen is this, as you said, spike protein is going to show up in our kids, possibly in the eggs, in the sperm, because we have seen it now incorporate itself into the host genome due to studies that were produced in Lund University in Sweden.
1: So I mean, so Jesse, if I'm following you right, and I'm not that smart, you know that, um, it sounds like when you start making babies and if you've both been vaccinated, you may be having children that already have this MRNA stuff floating around, uh, in their systems as well. And there could be adverse effects for people that didn't even get the shot. There could be adverse effects for your offspring.
3: Absolutely. Becoming part of the, the lineage because of its incorporation into your DNA. We are still seeing patients that are having cytokine storms from receiving the vaccine as well as the virus. And these individuals that have received the vaccine are still fighting this constant inflammatory process. We also call it COVID long haul syndrome. And it's a a definite problem and it's hard to shut it down. And based on the study out of Lund University, the theory is is that it has incorporated the spike making protein abilities into the host DNA so that that human being has it in every cell in every part of their body and they can produce that spike protein to create an enormous inflammatory process and the adverse effects that come along with that. So in other words
1: in other words your body's trying to fight the infection whether you have it or not.
3: Absolutely. Perfect
1: Dude. analysis of it, Joe. What Perfect the... of it. Uh, well, I had COVID, so now I'm much smarter on COVID. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, Jesse, it drives me nuts because I truly believe, as, as I think you do, that hundreds of thousands of Americans and maybe millions of people across the, the planet could have been saved had we had we been treating them right. One thing that I've always heard from people like you and McCullough and Malone and Urso and all the people I've had on my program about this, Tom Renz, the, the lawyer, um, try not to get to the hospital. If you, if you treat it early, if you treat it right, and you avoid the hospital, your chances of living are much, much larger. If you end up in the hospital, you end up on a ventilator, for God's sakes, then, then your chances are big time diminished. And that's really what this is about. And they've been, they've been trying to stop us from having early treatment from the very beginning just to sell this stupid shot. And it makes me crazy. I've got literally, uh, I'm out of time. We, we do this every, yeah, I don't know what it is. 17 <laughs> minutes later, we're out of time. But again, incredible information. Go to inspiration.health, inspiration.health. It's Dr. Jesse Lopez. Don't rest on this guy because I'm telling you, he's got the knowledge that you need going forward. And if you come down with something, I want you to get a hold of him, inspiration.health, because he's going to help you through it. Jesse, thanks a million. I appreciate you.
3: Great to be here. And thanks for letting us share the information and knowledge with your listening folks.
1: You, you got it, brother. We're back after this. Stay right here.
0: This is The Joe Peg Show.
1: We appreciate you hanging out. Thanks for putting up with my my, uh, wretched voice this week for a few days. Uh, COVID is just about out of me. Thank you for supporting the show. Hope you hope you're gonna have an incredible weekend. Happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. On Sunday, we're back on Monday. Have a great weekend. For Polo, for Sam, for Carrie, I'm Joe. We'll see you then. Bye.
0: This is the Joe Pegg show.